give a you yeah. give an ugly nigga a chance, and then all of a sudden he start he start thinking that oh like he doesn't he doesn't think I fucked around and got lucky and I pulled this this Bad ten year. in the context you know he starts thinking well like oh I pulled one ten maybe I can pull another one mm-hmm. maybe I can pull maybe I can pull a third you know what I'm saying like it's just like but I also feel like women do this thing where they underestimate the attractiveness of men. I think sometimes they get they get this sense of like oh I've given this nigga a chance and his head got big and it's like his head wasn't big just from you. He pulled you because he can pull you. You didn't just make a, you know what I'm saying? So Right. Yes, that's yeah, fair. A lot of times when an ugly nigga pulls a baddie, it's because that ugly nigga can pull baddies, not because she just made a, you know, a fluke decision. It's like, no, he right. probably did something that was attractive enough to get you. So Right. He's yeah. tall. He knows how to talk, have a conversation, funny. He's tall. He's interesting. He, can, he dressed good. Yeah. He's something. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. He's the only nigga with a car in your town. Like, See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. I think his his name is maybe Rico Strong or something like that. Uh, he was on Adam 22's uh, podcast, No Jumper, mm. and he was talking about like you know some guys or some girls even coming up to him was like, hey man, how can I get in the porn? He's like, what are you serious? Like it's it's easier than ever. Like get a camera, get some girls or you know somebody that that's down and willing to do it with you and just film yourself. Upload it, Pornhub, like y'all was saying. I saw the OnlyFans. Da 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 da. Creators do have more control, and then even bef- slightly before that, it's not like they have absolutely no control to say so over who they fuck. Like it's a contractual agreement. And there are guys within the industry that are have bad reputations and girls say, no, I will not film with this I won't person. perform with this person. It, yeah. yeah, like I'm not filming with him. Like I, he has a very bad reputation. I've been on sets with him. I know what he's like. No, I'm not doing that. So it's not just, See, but that you know, seems like a thing that you have to build leverage for. If you're young, fresh, haven't made any money in it, et cetera, et cetera, I feel like that's a thing that how much power do people really have? Like, I feel like that's why people are going towards the OnlyFans, like worker controlled, creator controlled content, because it's like there's a lot of pressure in those situations for power to just be like, hey, no, like you like you can say no, but like we're going to replace you. We're going to say you're difficult to work with, et cetera, et cetera. Like so. Um, but real quick, let me just introduce the pod real quick. Welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and uh, uninformed sex worker discourse podcast in the universe. It's your boy Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think on that, Josh? I mean, okay, fair enough. Fine. <laughs> I, I wasn't spinning the ball. Just like, <laughs> yeah, well, because I because I said a thing to your thing, so I was like, oh, you can you know in in response to that bit. But yeah, yeah I, 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 mean, I just feel like it's yeah. Uh-huh. I just feel like yeah, there's no, a sense. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Shit. I thought you didn't have nothing. Hot potato. Take it. Baked potato. I mean, Go. hey, I can, I can think of some bullshit to say off the top of my head, baby. I mean, that's all I, I ever almost... do. Maybe that's all I ever do. That's the name of the game. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, ultimately you are right. But I guess I'm also operating off of more of an optimistic viewpoint where I believe is your context of viewpoint might be a little bit more pessimistic. Because I've seen, like, you know, those things a lot of those documentaries as well and whatnot a lot of those people that try to get people away from the porn industry and how evil they say it is and you know i don't take any of that for granted or with it necessarily mm-hmm. with a grain of salt but i also do take into account the people that's like you know no we there are definitely some fucked up things that need to change but you know Overall. you just kind of have to once you kind of learn how to navigate when you know you're worth mm-hmm. or like you know how to like basically when you learn how to navigate this industry you know, you can't set your own standards and it is difficult. It is more difficult for women. And I mean, hell, even some men, because if you're a man and you just want to get into porn, you got to do some gay shit or like, it's very difficult just to be like a random unknown guy to yeah. get into porn without doing, without starting on some gay stuff or like, you know, is the, that true? Yeah, apparently so. So you got to do that's what I've heard from uh, a couple of different porn stars when I've seen them like in interviews and whatnot. Well, yeah, case in point, that's, yeah, I, I can't, I, it's very perplexing because I'm like, I don't think I could get fucked in my ass or fuck a man in his ass. Like, but as work, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. Gun to my head, maybe, but not gun to my money head. in my wallet. I don't think I could do it. Gun to my head. I mean, sure, if you had a gun to your head, could you really get hard? Well, I mean, no, but I'm sure I could open my asshole. Oh, okay. uh, man, right, I probably couldn't. You're probably right. I probably couldn't get hard if I had a gun to my head. It's. That would actually be crazy if I could. Like that'd be if I had a, a fear boner. Right. If I was like, <laughs> I'll say no more. <laughs> oh, 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 you didn't know, buddy, but this is my kink. We both brought the chrome. Hard as a pistol. Magnums, if you will. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. By the way. We both um, brought the chrome. Okay, let me. <laughs> <laughs> the steel. A little bit of street lingo for you. Um, 
you know, uh, let's, let's do one of these little Instagram bits. I just thought this one was so interesting. Old boy said, if I wife up a single mother and she calls me her man, she's going to have to stop asking her, her baby father for shit. If she's asking that nigga for shit, she's got to call me her friend because there's no reason you should be asking another grown man for anything if you claim to have a man. If I live in the house, everyone in it is my responsibility as a man. Either he, he's going to offer shit or we don't need it. That's just me, though. What, what do we think on that? Yeah. I think that's just you, my nigga. Like, I mean, that's that's most certainly not me. And I'll go yeah. into it. I'll go into it because that is yeah. complex what he's saying. But what this post is giving me is control. Like, he control. wants to control his woman and control everything in the home. Like, because think about it. If you're dating or even married to a woman who was a, was a single mom or was a single mom before you, and if the kid's biological father is still in their lives, are you essentially trying to say you're going to yeah. try to X this nigga out yes. of the picture so exactly. you going to be the sole provider and you have the yeah. say-so, the final say-so? Like, if I want to come and pick my kids up, oh, or if I want to offer, like, you know, hey, my ex-girl or my ex, my baby mama, if I want to give her $500 a year to my kids mm-hmm. or to do something for my kids, I got to go through you? To do for my kids when I'm still active in their life, nigga, please get the fuck out of here. I'm that that was giving me control. Like See, I kind of I, understand I, what he's saying in terms of manhood, you know, being the provider and whatnot. But that sounds a little bit toxic. I'm mostly where you're at, but I'm a I'm like twenty percent on the fence because I'm like, like when he says like. If you're in my house and I've got to, and we've got to ask another man, there is something about having a solid relationship and trying to build yeah. a relationship with a person and build because he's talking about them all living under one roof. So this is not just like, you know, boy boyfriend first six months shit. It's like y'all live in the same house with the kids all together. I understand not wanting to have like third parties that your family is dependent on. You know what I'm saying? So I like I think a similar yeah, situation yeah, is yeah. being like. I don't want you to ask your, I don't want you to ask your parents for shit while we're in a relationship. I feel like, I don't know if that's crazy, but I feel like that's a reasonable stance to be like, I want us to be independent adults as we form our relationship. And I could see something there, but, and cause he also doesn't say you can't take shit from him. He says, you shouldn't be asking him for shit if I can provide it. And if you're building a long-term relationship of like, I'm your partner and I'm on the road towards being the stepfather of these children, then I should be the first stop on that road. So I see where he's coming from there. I think my issue is I don't think having a new partner or even a stepfather should absolve that other man of being a a co-parent. Because if she's having to ask him for shit, that's one thing. But also it's like sometimes it's like, but that's his responsibility. Like he is the biological father of these parents. And let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, the baby father. Let's say... He's a good, he does his job. They co-parent, the kids go back and forth in the houses. When you go, hey, these children need X, Y, and Z, it's three parents involved. It's a stepfather, a mother, and a father. And all of those people have a responsibility. That's who you go to. So I feel like that's, so I see it both ways, but I think I'm leaning in your your direction. My whole thing in in response to what you were saying was like, I I, I get what you're saying, but I think there's a huge difference between me asking from a place of need and me asking from a place of principle. Mm. All right. I think, I think I, I firmly think that there is a principled stance that a man that, that brought kids into the world should provide for the kids. So like, I'm going to ask you for your, I'm going to ask you for your cut. Yes. I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't agree. care if I'm a millionaire. I don't care if yes. I'm a millionaire that that is is booed up with a millionaire. You signed up I'm as a co-parent. Asking, you I'm were part asking of this. you for your cut. So I yes. think it's the big difference between like her asking from a place of like I I need my baby daddy to do some shit versus like I'm holding my baby daddy accountable for his for his portion of this contract. I think those are two different things. So I, I and without a lot of clarification, I'm going to take some leaps. You know, I can't ask him directly, but I think in the face of that, like it seems like he can he can provide, but he still doesn't want her to ask. I'm very much on the side of Josh here. Like I'm very much on the side that this seems like a control thing. I didn't quite get this. I didn't quite get this, the, that last point you made. Yeah. So I'm assuming without being able to ask him, I'm assuming that he can provide. I'm assuming that he can okay. make sure that they're good. 
Yes, so yes. That I'm assuming that why she would be asking is because she's saying like we have children together. I need this money because we're in this contractual thing. I'm asking you for mm. accountability purposes. So if I'm assuming all of that, then I have no choice but to say I agree with Josh completely that it seems like a control play and nothing else. So that that seems like a little bit of like not giving because because the alternative would be if you assume he can't actually provide and she's asking out of need, then it's also stupid in that way. Like if he can't provide what the father is providing and needs to provide, then that's that's that that seems like the control option. So it doesn't seem it seems like you created a kind of a catch twenty two like either either way, and which maybe is your point that just either way he's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then that's fair. And. And then, like, even, okay, so say, for instance, like, if maybe it is a deadbeat dad, right? Like, he's not providing and doing for the kids. Yeah. And she's going to him, to the to the baby's, to the child's father, mm. be like, no, like, I need, like, you need to contribute. Like, like I was yeah. saying, like, you need to fulfill your end of this deal. Like, these are your children. I would honestly respect that woman because, like, at the end of the day, like I didn't bring them kids. Like as a stepfather, I didn't bring those kids in. Like I'm here for you, and like you know, of course, I if if I can, if I can provide or whatnot, then cool. But as a man coming into a woman's life who has kids, and I have never done this on purpose because I, I ain't know yet. But baby. see, but um, see what I'm saying though. But but just let me finish yeah. because no, yeah. if even even given that context, I would hope that they're their fathers are still in their lives because there are things that I'm not going to be able to, to necessarily sure. do, even though I was raised by my stepdad, but I knew who my real dad was. Hmm. And like, he would pop in and out, like, you know, throughout my life every now and then, but I did have my stepdad there who actually did provide for me. So maybe this is a counterpoint to my shit, but I can just only imagine as far as um the co-parenting thing, I would want to be able to be in some sort of environment where, you know, it ain't no beef, whatever. Like everybody's moved on. Like, of course, like you ain't you don't expect your your your, your baby mama just to be single forever, and you doing mm. what the fuck ever you doing. Like, be a real man, take care of your kids, be in your kids' lives too. I'm also here, but we're also gonna have a rapport so we can work together. That's the mother ideal situation. I'm not gonna try to control this entire situation and try and tell another man what he can't do for his own kids. No, but that's the thing. He's he's not saying because he's not saying what the baby father can't do. He's saying what he's, he doesn't want his partner to do. That's and I feel like I'm not saying that that's offer, right. Yes. And we he he either goes he's either gonna offer shit or we don't need it. And exactly. that's just me. And I feel like that's an important clarification. He might you might mm. the poster might still be wrong, but we gotta clarify. He's not saying if the baby daddy come over here trying to pick up his kids or you know, mm. drop off McDonald's or da, da, you gotta turn it away. He's not saying that. He's saying you sh- I should be the first person you come to as your partner and the active father of these parents, the acting father of these parents, not just their biological, you know, sperm donor or whatever you want to say. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it depends on the degree of – it depends on the degree of how far into the relationship they are. It depends yeah. on, like, if he, is he's full stepdad, like, they've been together five, six years. Is the other father a deadbeat? Because, I'm like, giving him full benefit of the doubt, I don't think it's controlling to be like, I don't want this other third party who is inconsistent – and incapable to be somebody that you depend on in this relationship is it's is much i think there's some validity to that given yeah. lots of context yeah. like like lots of context but i can see a version where it's like that's that seems like a normal thing to ask you to be like i though i mean i'm curious like do y'all think it's controlling to say to to put to have a boundary about where your partner gets certain needs met and how they get certain needs met and say, no, I want to be the primary person that you do. That. I want this to be a you and me thing. Cause I, I feel like that's, it's like almost borderline emotional cheating kind of area. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm I mean, tripping some. Yeah. And like, maybe it was the way that this post was written. Sure. That's giving me a lot of the pause. On that, and that made he it seem like it was very much controlled. Yeah, it's sure. just like, oh, I'm, 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 it's a lot of ca- all caps and big draws around this motherfucker. Like, you know, what I'm saying, it's, real stepdaddy shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, you know, like I'm, I'm the real man in this bitch now. Like, fuck your dad. Like, I'm the, you know, like you gonna respect me? This is yeah. my house now. Like, I'm here. I'm the man. I'm yeah, the yeah. provider now. Like, there's definitely nobody else encroaches there. on my territory. It seems yeah. that way, but of course, there are some things I'm not gonna want my woman, my woman doing and. If she like need, 
She want to get a damn cheeseburger. I don't want you going to your, your fucking baby daddy. Like, hey, Jordan, can I get $10? Like, you know, I just need to get some lunch. Like, what the fuck you mean you went to him for that? Like, why you ain't right. just hit me up? Right. You don't you don't want your, your partner hitting up a random man that they have a history to get a ride from the airport or to, right. get, you know, pay for a vacation or any of those things. Those are partner things. I feel like that's very normal to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is your ex going grocery shopping for you? What's going on here? Why is he giving you rides? That's I don't think that's controlling. I think that's normal relationship shit. Though I do be tripping sometimes, so I don't know. I think I think you're in the I think you're in the majority here, Eddie. I think you're in the majority here. I think you're on safe ground here. Mm. That's good. Yeah, with that clarification. With that with that clarification, I think you're I think you're on safe Wait, ground. Wait, which I mean, clarification? I'll, or what things did what crazy shit did y'all think you thought I thought? I mean, I mean, like, if you if you bring it to the the level of like, you know, are you asking your you know your baby mama for for a cheese you know your baby daddy for a cheeseburger type shit? If you're asking your baby daddy for fucking you know like, you know, a ride from the airport, I think you're on safe ground with people um, understanding that most people would be uncomfortable with that level of thing. If I'm saying like, you know, you produce two kids and your kids need school clothes, your kid your kids need you know. A thousand dollars to get ready for school or whatever. Like, mm. I, I personally wouldn't give a shit. And I and I will say that I'm in the minority in saying like, like, shit. That nigga can be your Uber driver. I don't give a fuck. That nigga can be your yeah. that nigga can be your Instacart driver. But I know I'm very much. But you understand you're in the minority there. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like because if, I don't, if, I, don't, I don't I don't care if your relationship if your relationship is is 100 like just like that kind of bullshit. If that's it, if that's where it starts and ends, like I don't give a shit. I feel, yeah, because I, I feel like it. But I'm me, in the super minority on that, and you're in the majority. Yeah, because it's, it's it's levels of emotion. It's like I'm not just concerned about who you. And this is kind of like similar to the conversation we were having with FD. Is like there's levels of like what that intimacy is. Like I'm not just concerned about who's got access to your pussy. It's also about access to your heart, to your mind, to your who do you think of as your person in this world. And I do think that that can get to a toxic level to where it's like you start encroaching on this person's independence. Mm-hmm. But to the extent that they go to other people for certain things, and also, yeah, there can be a, like a cutting the isolation kind of thing that I think on the toxic end, it can be like you're cutting this person off from community. So, like, obviously, if her mother or her father is picking her up from the airport, you should be like, bitch, you should have came to me first. But I think if it's somebody who's a potential emotional part or a suitor, not just a friend, then I think there's space to be like, nah, that's, that's crazy. I, I'm your person for those things. I'm your I am the father to you, these children. I am the your life partner. I am your roommate. I'm, I'm, I'm all those things. So if this nigga's not around, babies need school clothes? That's that's something that you and I need to figure out first. And if we go, okay, actually, Earl needs to contribute here, then we go there. But it depends on how, you know, yeah. it depends on yeah. how involved the but I, father is. I think, yeah, and I think I think that's a huge caveat that we don't really have the answers to, but I think that, like, I'm, I'm comfortable with, in that specific scenario where you said here, I'm cool with you calling Earl first and saying, like, the kids that we entered into this agreement I, <laughs> to I, take I care of in, need stuff, yeah. give me my money, and then if Earl is a deadbeat and doesn't provide that, or then if I they need, if, you know, if little Jamal needs some fucking, you know, you know, Jordan ones like triple white to go with yeah. his khakis or what the fuck ever. I or if Earl's him. not a deadbeat. Like, Earl's just got like, hey, look, I, my job doesn't pay that well. I've got this amount. Then cool. It's, it's three parents. It's three chefs in yeah. this thing. We can all. It don't got to be no adversarial shit. Me, Earl, the woman that we sh- share a history with. Like we'll figure it out together because we all care about these kids. So I can yeah. There's this. There's plenty of space for that. Um yeah. O- only in the condition that it's like we've got this and he's not an active parent. If he's an active parent, you should probably be going to him first. Or like simultaneously with me because he he is yes. I am a stepfather but he is also the father but I feel like when you're yeah but if I'm the primary father figure in these kids' lives it makes total sense to go the best I'll, thing yeah I'm the, first on the that biggest list. thing is that the kids don't want for anything like yeah, I think in that scenario that is that's the first what thing, I yeah. That, yeah. That, that that's the big thing for me the kid like the kids don't need to want for anything like anything that that we could provide in that situation I'm, I'm all for but yeah like ask girl have at it text him call him hold him accountable for his for his end of the bargain from a principal's yeah. perspective i definitely feel that um i would like to be notified like i would like to have like i would like to have those conversations with my wife discuss that with me too just to kind of like let me know what's going on yeah i mean because also like then there's like the decision making process of like if you ask an earl for shit first 
and I'm stepfather to these kids, that creates a situation where you're starting to to make decisions about my stepchildren in ways where I'm not involved, which at a certain point becomes inappropriate. Like at a certain point, I am also these kids' father. And so I have an input. Whereas if I feel like if I'm just dating, then it's like, cool, whatever you and Earl decide, that's I'm going to support that. But once I'm stepfather, y'all, we all live in the same house that I pay mortgage on and I'm I'm making, oh, well, actually, I think little Timmy should be taking violin, not oboe. And actually, I think I'm thinking we need to move him to private school. And that should be a conversation. Whereas if you're just going straight to Earl to meet a need, that kind of necessitates that I've been pushed out of that decision making process for whatever that little thing is. Because I'm like, well, wait a second. Why are we taking the kids to McDonald's? That's not good for their health, actually. So, no, you don't need to ask Earl for McDonald's money because we haven't had a discussion about what the kids' diet's going to be, et cetera, et cetera. Damn. That's, that's so a it gets complicated. Situation. Yeah, it's very complicated and very tricky because, like, when you're a step parent, yeah, and then like both parents are active, I'm That's sorry, a, but yeah. you got the last say. So, like, these are I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. You know, I agree. Oh, yeah, no, I fuck agree. if you want yeah, these kids yeah. to play violin instead of football, nigga. Yeah. This is my son. Like, I'm, like, I'm still here, buddy. If you're, if you're, I, I like how we both like for some reason. Like, you took the biological dad like side, and I was like <laughs> stepdad for some reason. Like, no, nigga, they my kids. Now we arguing, but. <laughs> If I'm if I'm a stepdad, that's that's only if you're active. If I do, yeah, if I yeah. if I feel like a third wheel, then cool, y'all can drive. But if I feel like I'm you know attached to the motor and I'm the one pushing this yeah, shit along, right. then right. no, I'm it's, I'm glad that you contributed yeah. your sperm to this conversation. But no, these yeah. these are my kids that I pay I'm for. We're gonna the, yeah. the, I'm doing the, the heavy lifting. I'm going to decide kids. where the I'm, fuck we go. Yeah, 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 for sure. So. It it depends, but if you got it, you got it. I'm, and I'm and I'm not on no rah rah, you know, puffing my chest, alpha male shit. It's like no, those, them your kids. I'm here to support. I love this woman that is your co-parent. I'm I'm here to just add resources to what y'all are doing. Cool, not a, not whoa, an whoa, issue. Well, time out, time out, time out. Right. Is this not an alpha male podcast? You know, pause. I mean to say it like that. This is an alpha male podcast. Whoa, I'm just, I'm whoa, willing whoa, to, I'm just, an alpha recognizing another whoa, whoa. alpha in that moment. I, I need you know to, what I'm saying? That's double I mean, red. That's quit, red on both sides, it, no. pills. No, no, no. That's a, that's a, that's a double capsule red pill. That's, don't, don't worry, brother. It's the, mm, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. the Tylenol that's got the two in the one little thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Real nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Grind set. Yeah. Um, did y'all see that, that tweet that was like, don't date the guy who's been after you for years that I sent through? Yeah. Do you have context of kind of what that what's being talked about there? Look, I, I just so I so I got the context, but okay. but why don't you tell me what happened so I can see if you got the context? Because you're mm. right, I don't be having context sometimes. I'm just thinking of it being the guy who's been <laughs> around in the cut for a little while and who's been maybe pursuing you, maybe like in the friend zone, which baggage around that term obviously, but in the friend zone type vibes, and then kind of like giving him a chance is what I'm thinking of. Like like in the comments, I'm seeing like two, 10 full years of asking me out, which wild. Ellipsis, four beautiful years of being in a relationship with him, two years of marriage, and now we are pregnant is one of the comments of somebody disagreeing with the initial tweet. Did There's I get it right, no... Alvin? Believe in yourself, King. You don't need my validation. Red pill mm. shit. Damn. Red pill shit. Damn, validate Damn. yourself, nigga. Damn, Alvin Peterson. Real nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. AP. AP. AP calculus out here. I don't think that's necessarily a fair statement to make. Of course, it's Twitter. You know, niggas just beef. Yeah, yeah, they just just let something fly and then people argue about it. There's no standard procedures for how a relationship starts, which will lead to 100% a successful relationship, long-term marriage, or long-term just being happy together. Like, there's – it doesn't work like that because, like, of course you have instances where – somebody's been chasing this person for a long time. Like they've always been around, like they've been wanting to get with this person. They finally have their opportunity. It could work out. And of course, just like with anything else, with any other relationship you've been, been in shit, probably ain't going to work out. That's just like saying, don't ever meet a month. Don't ever date a motherfucker. You just meet out in public. Yeah. Never do that again. Like how many niggas you dated at school? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like every time somebody says, Oh, don't do this. Or like, don't accept the bare minimum or don't, give these niggas a chance or whatever and you like and they give one example of how it turned out but it's like there's no guarantee that it would have turned out proper if you didn't do that you know what i'm saying like every relationship has some bullshit in the, in the way that it starts so i never found those arguments very compelling um yeah but it like, seems like no go ahead well it seems like most of that um most of the the, the pushback seems to be for men who are like 
she's trash for circling the block. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, I, I actually same, agree. We were going the same place. We were going the same place. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree to an extent that that's trash, and that's the thing that makes it trash. But I also think, like, it depends on the level of obviousness because everybody circles the block. That's what all dating is. All dating is measuring your, you know, because no, nobody is with who the fuck their first option was. Because otherwise, Rihanna would be dating 150,000 niggas. That's not how any of this works. Everybody mm-hmm. chooses and they partner up and they go, ooh, are you, you're hot. Do you like me? No, you're hot. Do you like, you go down the list until you get somebody that's hot enough and they like you back. And then we all do that until we're kind of all paired up more or less. You know what I'm saying? Stable marriage problem type, type vibes. So, Acting like she's evil for like finally realizing that you were the best choice is like, well, Nikki, you should have been a better choice then. Now, that said, once you realize that you're settling for a person or that you spun the block to like go back to them, if you treat them like you're doing them a favor because you spun the block, then I'm on these niggas' sides. Then that's a problem. But otherwise, if you treat this person with honor and respect and, and understand that not only were they the best that you could do, they were the best that you could do, so you need to be, uh, you need to honor that that situation as well. So I'm like, man, eh, that's every relationship. Every relationship is, you know, going through some dicks and some pussies and being like, oh, I, I had what I wanted all along. The power of friendship. I feel right. like that's normal shit. Right. You were oh, always no. in front of, me, uh, right under my nose. It was always wow. you. I yeah. didn't realize until now. Until I went through seventeen thousand dicks, and it's like, yeah, well, yeah, fuck, that's what life is, man. Shit. Are we doing the thing where we're like one hundred percent in agreement again? We we on some we on some yeah. This is Jesus this is elevated fuck. mindset shit. The vibrations, wavelengths. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Electromagnetic. Yeah. Yep, that's the we show. Here. Good night, everybody. Good night. We we, we, we have we have informed but, but, y'all no, of what seriously. the fuck is going on. Yeah, but seriously, no, I I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Like I could not have said it better. But I think how you do it makes a difference. I think giving a nigga a chance after four years, you need to finesse it in such a way that he doesn't feel the burden of being your last choice and i think that requires elegance that requires a finesse that requires coming to the if once when you say yes say it with your chest don't be like okay i guess i'll give you like when you say yes say yes all the way and and give it a, a solid go um because the same because niggas do the same thing niggas do the same mm-hmm. thing they be you know fuck buddy fuck boying you know on and off with this girl that they know is in love with them fucking her on and off going and get a girlfriend come back fuck her a little bit da, 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 and then you know four years of doing that and they go Fuck, I think, I think that we might should get married. You know, she down. Like, she yeah, yeah. Man, she, 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 she done really been here through. Like she, she done been here through Sheila. She done been here through Rhonda. She done been here through Cheryl. And then you know, you go, oh fuck, it was it was her all along. You know, bullshit. Like yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't believe I never realized. I just wish I would have realized sooner. I yeah, saved myself an STD. <laughs> exactly, and a couple of babies. I could have babies with somebody that I actually liked. Um, so yeah, but a lot of women also seem to be on some like. He won't honor you, and I'm like, uh, he like he's a bad choice. That like most most of the disagreements are men, but the women who are arguing that like the nigga that you didn't like, like I feel like that nigga will be very grateful. Pretend, like nine times out of ten, I feel like I mean, don't uh, again, do not take this person for granted. But like, hey, there are some perks involved with a nigga that's been after you for a while. Yeah, I guess maybe well, she she might have been speaking more so towards after that honeymoon phase is over. Because, of course, right. there's always going to be that period of like, oh, my God, I finally got it. I got yes. you. I'm so happy. Like, I'm going to treat you like a queen. And then, you know, when you get settled in, comfortable, maybe that's he start He started thinking about, about all the mother niggas he was fucking while you wasn't choosing him. And he started to get a little yeah, bit resentful of shit. So. I can see that. Yeah, it's, just, it's just like when they say um, when women be like, you know, I'll never date ugly men again because they, yes. they treated me worse than anybody. They, they would treat me worse than anybody else, you know. Or it's like, man, you give a you yeah. give an ugly nigga a chance, and then all of a sudden he start think that he start thinking that oh, like I got I, you know I fucked around. He doesn't he doesn't think I fucked around and got lucky, and I pulled this this Bad ten either. in the context. You know, he starts thinking, well, like oh, I pulled one ten. Maybe I can pull another one. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can pull maybe I can pull a third. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like things that run through um, the minds of of, of, of immature uh, niggas um, does not surprise me, but. Um, I do think that if you find a guy, at least in that initial phase, you you can you can you can find a guy in that in that situation where he's just like really grateful that you gave him a shot. So you shouldn't abuse that to Eddie's point. Like you can like you shouldn't abuse that. You should understand that like you guys may have just found each other at the right place at the right time and it's and, and, and make it work. 
Um, that's how that, it should be phrased. We found each yeah. other in the right point mm-hmm. in each of our lives, as opposed to like we was both spinning the block trying to find somebody better, and this is all we could get. You don't yeah. got to frame it like that. It's like no, we just we both found each other when we were in the right place to be with one another. But because I because I one hundred percent agree with 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 like you know right place you know wrong time kind of like ethos. Sometimes this is just not, yeah it's yeah just not. I have I haven't gotten enough pussy to be a good a good man to you yet. I gotta I gotta fuck a little bit before I can really show up and be a husband to you. Like I'll see you in a decade after we done fucked well, around. Damn, nigga, a little bit. I was thinking about I was thinking about focusing on your career or something. Like you ain't have to. No, make I'm it still about, broke. Like, I'm still broke. I'm state. still broke. Yeah. I'm <laughs> still broke. But I can eat pussy a little bit better. So you're welcome. That's. This is what I have on offer. You know what I mean? Give me another yeah. 10 years. I have a career, too. And then we can. Mm, give me another 10 years. I'll, I'll spend the block in 20 years and I'll be ready. Solid job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See, see you next lifetime type yeah. shit. You know what I'm In saying? the meantime, yeah. can I borrow your car, baby? Like, But yeah, but I, 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 I'm I not sure how I feel about that AKA whole, like. You know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I feel like the whole, like, don't give ugly niggas a chance thing is, like, I'm not sure I, because I've heard it said a lot. So, if women are saying that's their experience, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that with some, some seriousness, because a lot, I've heard, I heard a lot of women say that kind of thing. But I also feel like women do this thing where they underestimate the attractiveness of men, where they, they think of a nigga as an ugly nigga. Like, there's, there's this whole trend of talking about, like, oh, I can't believe the things that I've done for this, for, like, a a medium ugly tall white man with brown hair and it's like y'all are forgetting like bitches like that nigga you know like you're you're, you're acting like mm-hmm. you've given like a dork a chance and it's like no he's ugly hot and a bunch of other women think he's ugly hot you not unique you haven't just you haven't gone really to the bottom of the barrel you've just gotten somebody you thought was bottom of the barrel but 20 other motherfuckers had the same idea so yeah I think sometimes they get they get this sense of like, oh, I've given this nigga a chance, and his head got big, and it's like, you weren't the only, you weren't the only little little, little something on the roster. His head wasn't big just from you. He pulled you because he can pull you. You didn't just make a, you know what I'm saying? So right, yes, that that kind of colors it, and I think there's, yeah, which is like a point I made before of like, a lot of times when an ugly nigga pulls a baddie is because that ugly nigga can pull baddies, not because she just made a you know a fluke decision. It's like no, he right. probably did something that was attractive enough to get you. So right, he's yeah. tall. He knows how to talk, have a conversation. Funny. He's tall. He's interesting. Can, he dressed good. Yeah. He's something. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. The only yeah, nigga with a car in your better, town. Just like, a, better looking guy, but it was maybe in a, even a, in an overall. He's package. the only nigga with a car in your town. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> It happens, because I definitely think that there's there's bits of women underestimating the attractiveness of their own partner to other women, but I think there's also a little bit of what you're saying as well that that's true, which is where a guy he calculates his own attractiveness based on the attractiveness of his partner without taking other information into account and goes, she's a ten, so I can get tens. I'm a ten, and it's like that isn't always exactly correct, but I think that kind of segues well into this next one. Which is, am I the asshole for wanting to be monogamous with my wife again? Um, I, 31 male, married my wife, 28 female, five years ago. One year ago, we started an open relationship. We were happy, but our sex life was getting stale. I would go out with my single friends and feel jealous at all the freedom they had to hook up with women. And I guess I missed being a bachelor and I began to resent my wife. I understand this is my own problem, not hers. And I suggested to my wife that we should try and open, try and open a relationship where we c- remain committed to each other, but we have sex with other people. Emotionally, I'm only with my wife, and I do love only her. I felt like an open relationship was necessary for the survival of our marriage. I'm not a cheater. After a few discussions, my wife agreed to try it. The first few months were great. I hooked up with my coworker who had been flirting with me. We became regular sex partners until she started dating. This is no problem for me because it was only physical. So I installed some dating apps with the intention of meeting women to have sex with. This is where things go wrong. I didn't realize how hard it is to meet women. They either stop replying, don't c- commit to meeting up, or they turn out to be unattractive. I've only met up with like one other woman and the experience was subpar, and I'm tired of doing this and want to be monogamous again. My wife has also been seeing other men. This is fine, but I'm starting to get a little jealous. I've seen her text and she has so many men talking to her, wanting to take her out and calling her beautiful. Every night she gets dressed up and goes out. Sometimes not even coming home until the morning. She says it's just sex and she loves me, but I think it's disrespectful. 
She didn't make that much of an effort with her appearance when it was just me. I talked to her about ending the open relationship and just being with each other, but she doesn't want to. I think what she's doing qualifies as cheating. If I knew it was going to be like this, I wouldn't have suggested an open relationship in the first place. Am I the asshole? Yes, you are. You are. I'm sorry, sir. You are the asshole. Yes. Just because it didn't work out for you. Mm. Now you want them turntables be turning. Yeah, because this nigga had one little one little senorita at the at the at the quick trip who was who was feeling he was like, Oh, we gotta open this thing up. It's just it's mm-hmm. it's one it's one woman in line and you wanna open the whole club up because it's one person in line? Come on, dude. Very bad plan. He he did not think this out at all. He was just like he saw one pussy in front of him and was like, Let me just open my whole marriage up so I can get this one woman. He had no plan after that. Yeah. Fine unsurprising but i'm gonna shoot him a little bit of <laughs> i'm gonna shoot him a little bit of bail because i feel like you're supposed to put a little bit of you're supposed to have veto power in a committed open relationship generally speaking that's a kind of a standard practice for ethical non-monogamy polyamory that kind of thing so not entirely an asshole, but yeah not entirely an asshole because the thing is he's not saying like I don't want you to fuck while I fuck. He's just saying, I want to. I, I want to be fucking. And if I'm not, and you're just fucking, this kind of sucks. And he didn't think it out, and he did yeah. play himself. I agree. But it's like he made a miscalculation. But his miscalculation Great. isn't um, isn't malicious. It wasn't like, oh, I want to fuck, <laughs> and like you're. <laughs> it's not like I want to. <laughs> Wait, which thing are you laughing at, Alvin? <laughs> his miscalculation wasn't malicious. Like. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was. It, it was. He, he wasn't. He wasn't like, oh, she has to follow different rules than me. He just didn't understand what the se- what the dating market was, and he thought us opening well, it up was an opportunity so for there, us both to have sex, and he just didn't realize that. And now he's he wasn't going to be able to do that. And now he wants to veto because because the circumstances have changed. Like Correct. he's like yeah. he's like yeah he's like he made a mistake, and he wants to he wants to yeah I don't I don't sorry go ahead no man I think I think he's one hundred percent the asshole. Yeah, I don't think that he, I'm, yeah. he I, look. I'm not saying he's not an asshole, but I'm like we can cool, he's the it. asshole. But is he is what's gonna happen next? Sure, yeah. he's an asshole for opening it up, then closing it back up. But like, what's next? What are you really for the reason do? he did it? For the yeah. reason he did it? Yes, that's why he's the like, asshole. It'll be, it'll be completely okay. different. It'll be completely okay, what's, different what's in different circumstances. What's the different circumstances? So, like for example, if he if you know if if they open up the relationship and he was like. Yeah, man, I'm just knocking them back like left and right, but I realize mm. that this isn't for me, and I want to like close the relationship, like because I feel like that would be more fulfilling. That's more of my speed. Sure. Like that would be completely understandable. He's like, man, she's it's just outflanking me right now. Like she's she's no fucking bitches. yeah, exactly. Like she's fucking like prime shack, and I'm over here looking like fucking Byron Davis, and like you know I just can't fucking do this shit. That was a bad. That was that's not what I meant. I mean, Glenn Davis. It doesn't matter because I don't know. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, big baby Glenn Davis. I got the anyway. gist. But like, yeah. But like, um, you know, he's he's he, he's just getting outclassed in this in this dating shit, and now he wants to close the shit. So like, I, there's no way, there's no circumstance, in my opinion, uh, where he's not 100 percent asshole, because he's solely he's solely just getting outcompeted. He's solely like it's basing it but as so, you said on but the so what. I don't. Th- I, I think that's a miscalculation, but, but it's like it's not. It, but but so what? Like yes, yeah, it's, it's dickish, but like is it? What's the level of dickishness, and is it reasonable to be like probably the best situation is for them to reel it the fuck back? You know what I'm saying? Like if I, if we, if my girl wants to go to this, this is gonna be a terrible fucking mess of an example but if my girl wants to go to a restaurant she's like i've been hearing all about it it's amazing i love it blah 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 all my girls been posting about it on tiktok and we go cool i go cool let's go to the restaurant we go to the restaurant we look at the menu and she realizes that she can't eat any of the dishes because they all have gluten in them and i'm like oh this place is amazing i actually love it even though i was kind of resistant to it this is actually all my favorite shit i start ordering shit and i'm eating eating shit and enjoying it and she's over there hungry and she's like actually i think i want to go to a different restaurant and I go, you're a fucking asshole. I feel like that's what this situation is. She's stupid for having not done research on the menu ahead of time. But once she became aware that she, that it's not a mutually beneficial situation, it's not unreasonable to be like, actually, this, 
I, I, I thought this was going to be a scenario that worked for both of us. Obviously, I came into it for my own self-interest, but with the understanding that you would also benefit. And now I'm not benefiting at all. I'd like to renegotiate the, the circumstances of the relationship. That's that's why you opened it up in the first place. But, but that's and that's the thing, though, because like that's Actually, you I feel really like that was a pretty good fucking example. Honestly, it was a good example. It was a good example. Like in terms of but, but like the stakes are different now. Of course, this is a good example. It's a great mm-hmm. analogy. Um, but the the asshole aspect of it, or like that, uh, the hubris of it, is oh, is if he would have been if he would have <laughs> been getting draws, if he would have been getting the the amount of draws he thought he would have been getting, or if he would have been sexually fulfilled outside of his relationship, like he thought he would have. Yes, he would not have given a fuck. And what's wrong say, with for that? instance, but say for, now, see if, if he real, did give a fuck, finish, then I'd be with him. Let me finish. But like if. And say, for instance, like if he was still being getting would have been getting draws at the level he thought he was capable of or would have been able to do, and his wife wouldn't have been, you know, say say if it was dry for his wife, would he have still wanted to close it? We don't know. Maybe. Like, but just but just think about it though, like because I don't get that sense because <laughs> we like, don't know he because hurt. he said he, he said hurt. my wife like, agreed to it. They had suggestions. He's not a cheater. He he went through all of the tick boxes. Said he was a cheater. We said he was an asshole because she, she getting play and he's not. But I'm saying, is, why are we assuming that he wouldn't? I'm saying there's no evidence to suggest that if the the shoes were reversed and she couldn't find no men to fuck, that he wouldn't be like, okay, let's close it back up. This ain't right. I'm just out here fucking and you're not getting this. This ain't really a exchange. Like, I, we we're assuming that he wouldn't based off of our idea of the kind of person he is, the fact that he's a man, the fact that he you know was surprised that he could couldn't get play and all that kind of stuff, and we're using that to color what else we think he might do. But we don't it's have any evidence for that. It's a reasonable assumption. It is an assumption, but a reasonable one. I think it's it's plausible. I don't I don't know that we, it's yeah, probable. I mean, it's a thing I, that could definitely happen. But. Semantics, yeah, it's plausible, reasonable, yeah, semantics whatever. Is pro- okay. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. What's the Wait, just, Like, what's the statistical like significant difference between plausible and you know probable? Like, well, exactly. That's subjective. Think, in, yeah. That's subjective in and of itself. Well, yeah. You know? Well, but I think you understand my point. Let's not go down into a vocabulary or a wormhole. Let's not. Let's, please, let's not. let's not debase damn. ourselves with word games here, okay? Let's not do that. <laughs> please, Alvin. Fuck. God damn. We know. You know all the words. But, but I'm just. I'm just. Saying, I know all the words. Nigga, don't do it. Gosh, <laughs> please speak. <laughs> Boy, this nigga about to goddamn false equivalency my ass. Appendix B, subsection A. <laughs> Nigga, I was giving you a compliment. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'm trying to get like you, my nigga. <laughs> Man, that brain be effervescent, my nigga. But, um. Yeah. Manifest destiny, baby. I'm just saying, like, this it just seems like ext- the hubris is insurmountable. He's a dumbass. Like, it just. And that's why I don't. That's why. And this kind of brings up a, maybe the next talking point of thing. But, like, that's why I don't play them games with women. Because, like, even if a woman might not be as attractive, she could still walk out 10 feet outside of her apartment and get dick if If, she really wanted it. And that's, I feel like, see, I feel like that's an equalizing force. Because I've been in similar situations where it was like I was getting more played than the woman. Not because I'm, like, more attractive, but because my threshold for who I'm willing to give dick to is a lot lower (laughs) than what her (laughs) threshold is for who she's willing to give pussy to. And that equalized it. So it's like, she's like, oh, I can't find anybody today. And I'm like, well, I can find you three or four niggas that's willing to fuck you, but they, but you might not like them. And they're they definitely not yeah. better than me. They're not, they not niggas like me. So, you know, you kind of... Hold on, time out, time out. Kind of got, kinda got food at home, you know what I'm saying? So that's... I know. Let's let's deconstruct all of that shit. So one... <laughs> <laughs> let's start with... He was like, I mean, like, you can find some niggas. They're not going to be Eddie, but, you know, like, you can find some sure. niggas. You, know you got to come on home. As as you the know. great Alvin once said, you got to come on home sometimes. It's, you know, I mean... It ain't a lot of niggas like that like, out here. You know, he's like, Eddie's special. Like, you can find a non-special nigga to fuck you. But... What got me with that was the way you phrased that was it seemed like you were willing to play fucking matchmaker in this situation. Like, you were like, look, man, I can set you up with a nigga. Like, I can set you up with three. I kind of see that. <laughs> They're not going to be me. You know, I, I, mean, can, yeah. I don't know if I can find you another me, but I can find yeah. you, you know, I that's can find hard, Earl. Earl yeah. is available. Earl's cool. He don't really take care of his kids like that, but he cool. He'll give you some nice medium dick. He's adequate, you know. He's, yeah, he's adequate, adequate like, than a motherfucker. He'll make you feel like you're doing something. Ain't nobody ever said that 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 Earl was inadequate. I'll tell you that right now. He's known for being his adequacy around the whole town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, capital A, capital A. Mm. 
put the dick inadequate. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just never uh, the best play is to play that game with a woman. I agree. That's a that's a dumb yeah. plan. That's a dumb plan. That's, yeah, like that's unless you unless you yourself are is that nigga. Yeah. You him? You like that? That's that's they they will beat they they will beat us oftentimes in hell. Even if you are that nigga, she could still get the nigga that might be your equal. Even if especially if it's yeah. just sex. If it's just sex, like at least your equal are better. Oh, 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 yeah. If we're talking like, just sex, but I think I don't know, man. I feel like it's you. You, you'd be surprised how special a nigga can, a, an individual nigga can be. Like I, like I, I think you got to give men a little bit more credit than you. Like I agree with your oh, general point, but not, I think you got to give yeah. A little that's bit not more what credit. I was saying. That's that's no, because like not, there's something irreplaceable about the person that you love or the person that you hold most yeah. dear. That's why I said just if it's just if sex. If it's just sex. Oh, she yeah. can. If yeah. it's just sex. She can always. And she will beat fine. you out of that every, like, damn near every time. I guess what I was getting at is that in that special element, I feel like it's even just sex. Because it depends on how the woman is set up. Because some people, they're not really going to be as, say again? Nothing. You know, some people are not going to be set up to have sex with just anybody who's a hot nigga or whatever. So they're if they're emotionally attached, if they're emotionally interested in you, if they find you interesting, compelling, whatever, that might be a little bit harder to find. Um, not impossible though, and obviously her odds are probably still better than you. But it's like, 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 like Alvin, like you said, you've run down your stats list. If a woman is with you because you're a bar guy, not a club guy, I feel like you actually have a lot more leverage than you think in that situation than a person would think in that situation than even the club guy. Because the things that make you unique take a lot more work to get to, like, to see. So if she's seen all that, she's got to do that same amount of work to find another nigga that she wants to fuck the same type of way that she wants to fuck you. That's that's a big limiting factor that I think gets underestimated. I think so, that's fair. Yeah. Depends on the woman. It takes a while to find another Alvin, even if it is just for sex is what I'm saying. Of course, like there's only one of whatever, like you know what I'm saying. But once again, like, I, and I know I went because women are not monolithic, and neither are men. But like, there is kind yeah. of they they might be a little bit more um, guarded with who they give the box to. And of they course, like that might hugely. Oh yeah, but last time we said that shit and on TikTok, you know how these people be only old TikTok. Oh, oh my God, say? men just don't think women are sexual beings. Like, we just don't want to fuck just a fuck. I, I will say, though, I was the pushback on the way that was framed. Okay. Like, I, like I, I was 100%. No, you remember when we were having that conversation about the fact that, like, w- women desire sex as much as men. And there have been, like, several studies that say that, like, if it I'm wasn't coming with that, the same, yeah, yeah social oh, baggage. Yes, yeah, yeah. Then that they will probably have sex as much as you know, um, as, as men do. Um, in in multiple studies that's been confirmed. Um, so I was so I get what you guys are saying, and I think that like the way we're contexting, I mean the the way we're contextualizing it right now is different than that particular like conversation. But I did one hundred percent push back on the way that was framed when we had the conversation last time. Just to revisit Still that do. one, because because maybe maybe we're on some some armchair red pill like pseudoscientific bullshit um did, were those studies yeah look uh, yeah because it, there's a lot of stuff that i'm like oh i'm just kind of like anecdote well everybody knows this thing you know um and it's like nah that's actually just some bro science bullshit yeah. that really isn't yeah. backed up by anything so i you know i try and correct those things over time but like with uh with those studies are those studies about the amount of the amount of sex that women want to ha- to have across several studies or is it like because when I think of the studies, I'm thinking of like pictures or like interactions and going like, here's 10 men. If you, and maybe I already asked you this question, I can't remember, but here's 10 men. If there weren't social pressures on you, would you fuck nine of them or how? It was many? number, it was, it was number of partners. It wasn't, it wasn't amount of sex. So was I'm, sure that, I'm sure there, I'm sure there, I'm sure there, I'm sure there have been studies on amount of sex. Yeah. Um, because that also makes sense because they're, you know, like libido studies and all that kind of, and all that kind of situation. But, um, but I'm thinking about the studies I'm I'm referencing. Um, it's literally number of partners. But okay, and and in those questions, and sorry to like if you don't have the breakdown yeah. of what you know the actual fucking abstract for this thing, that's fine. But yeah, if you do, were they giving them randomized samples to 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 
test for selectiveness because that's what we're talking about selectiveness not number of partner because that was a big distinction that we were yeah uh, yeah no we that so 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 in, you, in those like, 10 hot this... niggas definitely but t- nine out of 10 randomly sampled niggas i don't know yeah yeah and i and i think in that context that that's why like i'm fine with the context like of this particular episode because i think that's more what it's about in this particular context i think in past context it was mostly about sex number of sexual partners um that so we were talking about. no okay, yeah, yeah so in this particular context you know it, it can be about selectiveness because i think women um anthropologically that makes all the sense in the world for women to be more selective but um as far as like number of sexual partners it was basically um anonymous surveys on like would you do like xyz in this situation if nobody would find out was the anonymous sure. survey there. and there's, there's yeah. some rhetoric and like and this is also armchairy but in the other direction but there's some rhetoric that i find pretty compelling about the idea that like women's promiscuity and all and, and and like you've talked about makeup and all that stuff being just like pure straight out the gate based on patriarchal but like based on like patriarchy as a means of controlling the like mating upper hand that women kind of already just have because a woman can fuck 10 niggas get pregnant by one and have 10 fathers to take care of her one kid it's like it makes all the sense in the world for women to be like relatively promiscuous if they can fuck men that are attractive to them um so like on which paper it makes a lot of sense like for internal gestation which is why they say anthropologically pair bonding like makes sense for like internally gestation um mammalian species but yeah continue because you're right yeah what is it what does that what does that mean if it can be explained in a way that's interesting it wouldn't be interesting but okay, basically it's like it's 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 basically just like I, I basically i basically just scientifically <laughs> explained what you just said like what okay, you just said you. wasn't wasn't arm cherry like armchair like red pill shit it was that is like a like a thing so like we pair bond like we we mate like you know lifetime because a woman can do that right so if i'm pair bonded i'm more likely more likely to know that that child oh, you is mean mine. so so our out the benefit for men strategically anthropologically to pair bond is to make sure that she don't fuck nobody else and this is my baby kind of yes is that exactly yeah. it's a it's okay. a it's it, i'm hedging my bet that this child is mine because like we've 100 percent been together because i've been i've been i've been stuff. looking at her at 24 7 yeah. 3, 6, 5 just to make sure yeah. hey hey you good all right yeah yeah okay that makes sense yeah so i so i i i, I see some elements there that um let's see what else we got um yeah so i my just final bit would be like i think he's the dumbass in this this situation i don't know if he's an asshole i think he's a he's, he's stupid and didn't think yeah. something through but i i, I can't call him an asshole for thinking because it didn't seem like he didn't give a shit about his wife it seemed oh, like his oh, plan was for everybody to get fucked if for her to get dick and for him to get <laughs> pussy he just didn't it, now it would have been i would totally if he was like if he was getting pussy and she wasn't getting dick and he still wanted to do it or if they both were, but he was still mad at her for getting dick, even though he's getting pussy, then I would be more on y'all's side. But like, it seemed like his plan was just for both of us to be getting this like itch scratched. And turns out, like, not only am I not getting pussy, but my wife ain't even here for me to fuck her. Like, that seems like a. I feel like, yeah, he's most like, people if, nope, if, if I'm not getting my itch scratched, can't nobody fucking get their itch scratched. That's, That's how I'm what like... a relationship is. That's what relationships are. There's all kinds of little stalemates like that of like we're making an equal contribution of sacrifices to one another. That's that's normal shit. That's what everything is. If you can't, then I won't. We can go down the list of everything in a relationship, and it, and it can be framed that way. I'm I'm happy to stick by that one. Give me yeah. an, give me an example, because I just, I just I and not not because I'm like outwardly disagreeing. It's just because I'm like legitimately curious on what situations in a relationship have to be that kind of stalemate. Don't don't have to be, but like lots of stuff. So it might be yeah. um, it might be going out, right? So if one partner has like a very busy schedule, to where they don't have a whole bunch of time, and so when they are at home, uh, they want to hang out with their partner. The other partner has a job that gives them a lot of flexibility, so they can go out a bunch. And so they say to their partner, "Hey, look, I want you to set aside time because I don't get to go out. I want you to during the time that's that we're both at home, prioritize hanging out with me." Because I can't go out during during those times. I, yeah, it's not perfect, but during those times, I want you to to be here to meet a need with me. It's 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 completely null and void because in that situation, you literally said like a partner could literally outside of a very small window could go out as much as they want. So it's not saying like if my itch can't be scratched, nobody's itch can be scratched. It's saying like 
like, uh, you know, sometimes like hang out with me, <laughs> like like that's, that's two completely different things. I think it, I think it, yeah, no, nah, you're right. It's not it's not a, a great example, but I feel like monogamy in general is kind of that. Like most people aren't monogamous because they don't want to fuck anybody else. People are monogamous because they don't want their partner to fuck anybody else. So it, it, you do a stalemate and you say, I won't fuck anybody as long as you don't fuck anybody. Is I think I think that's the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would have been an yeah. issue if, like, he was like having sex with prostitutes. I don't understand the question. Like, if he couldn't get like draws from dating, right? Mm. Do y'all think it would have been an issue if he would have started having just paying for sex? Like an issue. You think that might have like, changed the dynamic morally? in any way? And we don't have to tell this one. That was just a th- thought I had. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm just trying to understand. I think it's what fair. Premises. Yeah. Like, are if you he, saying he's not getting draws? Yeah. No, I understand. And he has what an you're issue saying. with. Okay, you, you, <laughs> you say, you say I don't understand what you're saying, and then he repeats, and then you're like, "Well, I understand what." You... I'm just, I'm just fucking. Yeah, with well, you. yeah, exactly. Because I said I don't understand it. And he just said the same sentence again, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm still confused because you haven't clarified the thing that I." But I haven't clarified what I was confused about. So yeah. you said an issue, and I'm I'm at. Are you saying do I find a moral issue with it? Do I think he would have an emotional issue with doing that? Do you think she would have an emotional issue with it? So who's issue? Maybe like an emotional yeah. issue, or do you think that would be like, or would that change how you morally view the situation? Me personally, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'm I'm very on the fence on the whole. I'm not exactly sure where I fall with the prostitution thing, so I'm not quite sure yet. I have, I don't have a. I don't know. That that would be tough. My wife getting all dolled up every night. And not coming home till the early morning. Also, the dolled up thing. I understand where homeboy's coming up. <laughs> coming from with that one too. <laughs> nah, I do. I do. That was crazy. I've, I've. <laughs> You've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been in that exact situation, and yeah. I didn't, and I showed my ass a little bit. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I feel like, yeah, like I, like, I still want to feel like if we open it up, I still want to feel I want I want the, the relationship to feel invigorated. Like that's kind of part of the goal is that I don't want to feel like you stopped fucking me to explore the dick. And now you don't you're not even interested in me for the most part. Like I want it to be like a cool. You've 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 I want it to be like this is this other dick is like a palate cleanser. So like your desire should be still and maybe even <laughs> increased for me because that's because I feel like that's the energy I'm coming with to an extent. So if that's not happening, if I'm going, you're. You you in you in the honeymoon phase with this nigga, like come on, that's crazy. That's disrespectful. You honeymooning with another nigga while we married? That's crazy to me. I'm not saying this, you know. I just I I get where old boy's coming from. I'm not throwing him up the bus. I understand. I understand that too. Um, like because if you start dressing up to go out with niggas, we need to start going on dates again. We need to start going on first dates again, babe. Like, mm-hmm. get you need but to get like, dressed up. Check this out, cause I. I've experienced a situation where, um, you know, like in a lot of times in relationships, like things might get a little bit stagnant and both people get comfortable Ooh. and, or like just from, from a man, from a man's point of view or my, from my point of view, dealing with someone like they're comfortable around me, they can just be themselves around me, which is a huge compliment. Like, you know, I want you to be comfortable around me. Like no matter what you wear, no matter what you got on, you got ma- sure. makeup, no makeup. I still think you look I beautiful. I get it. Um, but but I did kind of start feeling like at one point where it's like you kind of might feel like they they don't put forth any effort for you anymore, and that's kind of like the whole like because like it's and you know they say well we don't go out like that well it's like well we 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 have we do we we we've gone out because I I've taken you to like the same places where you and your friends went and you got dressed up for them. On your oh, girl's right. night. Like, I mean, yes, like, but, you yes. know, it's just like super casual around me all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, yeah, you get me riled up, bro. I'm getting triggered right it's now. It's for her, Eddie. It's for her. <laughs> that it's doesn't make sense. She, wherever her. she at, that's where her is. How is for her, but she at the house and it's still her. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that does not make sense. That's illogical. But yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that. Do I need to close it out around here? So, any, any closing remarks? Any thoughts? Mm. Concerns. Your shoulders looking kind of high, Alvin. How you, how you feeling? What's going on? I uh, just perched up on my chair. I got uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I will say you. You are always. You always say it. How, however, it is, and that shit is a strength that I that I look, look to to cultivate. Well, look, folks. If um, if you see your 
wife asking her deadbeat baby daddy for for shit when you got everything handled you could be saying a, a red flag but at the same time if you stupid enough to think that your wife can't get more dick than you get pussy it's you just waving a red flag come on brother think think for a second think for a second it's been waving a red flag podcast so Your wife up? can get more pussy and more dick than you can, buddy. I'm sorry. That's a bet. She can get any type of genitalia more than you. It's not. You're, it's not unless unless you're Chris Hemsworth and she's. Well, all women are beautiful, so I can't. I'm, I can't put a slot there, but I'm sure you can think of someone. Then it's not possible for you, bro. Um, follow us on Patreon if you want to see the you know bonus episodes. Uh, we're putting more and more of those up. It'll eventually be every week. Um, and if you want to be on the lives and chat with us and shit. Like, subscribe to this. Tell folks about the fucking pod. Comment what you think. Da 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 da. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Be safe. You know what I'm saying. Happy, Merry Christmas. You know. See y'all soon. It's a red flag.